0: Welcome to the Grafton Baptist Podcast. For more information about our church, please visit graftonbaptist.com. And on the meantime, we can go to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. And I think if we get through the whole text that I'm hoping to get through today, we only have one more Sunday. And next Sunday is going to be extremely interesting. You, You must you must come to church. And if you don't listen to it uh, uh, on, on our podcast or through YouTube, uh, please do so, please do so. It's going to be of great benefit to you as I know it has been for me. Matthew has been such a challenging book in my life. And there's a lot of things that I've learned that I didn't know and I'm extremely impressed because I, I grew up in church, I grew up in church. So I encourage you that you, that you come next week to church false prophets the name of today's sermon is the nature of kingdom citizens the nature of kingdom citizens matthew chapter 7 and we're going to read verses 15 to 23 and that's the portion of scripture that we're going to try to get through today What have you learned through Matthew? Have you ever been here at church or reading through the week and you think, you know what, this is good. Maybe you even sent me a text and said, hey, thank you for today's sermon. Maybe you spoke to me and you said, thank you. Maybe you, it wasn't me, maybe you heard somebody else preaching something and you said, oh, that was good. Now, the question that I have for you is, did it change your life? Did it change your life? Because what, is, what, good, what good is it if you go to church and you hear great sermons or you listen to John MacArthur or David Jeremiah or whoever you listen to, but you're not changing? What's the purpose of having 10 Bible studies throughout the week <laughs> if we're not changing? Right? So, And today, that's what we're going to be confronted with here in this, in this passage. So let's read together. But before we read, we need to ask our Father for understanding. So let's do that. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this beautiful day and your people to redeem. Lord, I pray that you would change our hearts. Give us open ears and a humble heart. Help us to understand that we need to learn more of you. Lord, we want to hallow your name on this earth. We want your name to be glorified when they see us. Not because of what we do, but because you, what you have done in our lives. So Lord, change our hearts. And I pray this in your name. Amen. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Our grapes gather from thorn bushes or figs from thistles. So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the deceased tree bears bad fruit. Pretty straightforward, and I think we all agree with that. A healthy a healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit. It cannot, it cannot. Nor can a deceased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit, is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruits. And then we get to the next section. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, Again, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. With everything that we've learned in the book of Matthew through the past few weeks, with everything of that in mind, I think that understanding this passage will be easier. The part that is most difficult for us and will be most difficult for us today is the personal application. It was difficult for me. How can I make this passage a reality in my life? How can I apply this passage to my life? Is this a concern that I have or am I just going through the motions? Am I worried about being authentic? A real believer? So let us go verse by verse and see what we can learn from Matthew. So verse 15 tells us, Beware of false prophets come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Beware. Beware. It's an interesting word. We use this word as a warning. Right? I mean, you go to a house and you see a sign, beware of the dog. Beware of, that's, that's how it says? Yes, Emily? Yes, okay. Beware. Careful, right? So it means that we are called to be vigilant, vigilant, or else you will face the consequences. It means that we need to be on guard, looking for, anticipating, making preparations for something. The Lord Jesus Christ is telling the citizens of his kingdom beware, beware of false prophets in this case is false prophets. So the question is, who is a prophet? And wait a second, I'll tell you. La la Biblia nos dice ahí en Mateo capítulo 7, versículo 15. Todo lo que hemos aprendido en Mateo en las semanas anteriores que ustedes no estaban, pero déjame decirte que en la iglesia va a haber profetas falsos, gente que vienen y se presentan como religiosos, pero es falso. Y el versículo 15, ahí en Mateo, capítulo 7, dice Cuidado con los profetas falsos que vienen ustedes en en ropa de ovejas, pero por dentro son lobos. Tenemos cuidado, cuidado en en México Nosotros sabemos que si vamos por una calle, dicen cuidado porque allá saltan Cuidado porque ahí está peligroso Es lo mismo que nos está diciendo el Señor Jesús Ten cuidado, ten cuidado Tenemos que estar con la guardia abierta, estando mirando a un lado y otro y estar preparados, estar preparados para el, un evento. So the question is, who is a prophet? I want to take a second and explain very quickly what the office of the prophet is. A prophet is different from a priest. So, can you can you guess what the what's the difference between a prophet and a priest? Who's the priest representing? Remember, we studied this when we went through Matthew chapter 5, and we were studying that we hollow the name of God. So what does the priest, who does, does the priest represent? Who? The people. The priest represents the people. So a prophet represents God okay so he's saying be careful with those people that come and they say that they represent me but they're false but they're false he brings the spoken word of god to the people now we know of many prophets in the old testament nathan nathan samuel jonah and then we get to the new testament and we have one prophet who was that John the Baptist, John the Baptist, um, he was he a was member of a Baptist church, there, John the Baptist. After these words were spoken by Jesus, after his death and resurrection here in, in this passage in Matthew, after that, and this church was established, we see that there were prophets in different churches. And they were under the authority of the apostles. And the prophets seemed to have stayed in churches and they would give guidance to the church. Remember, they didn't have the New Testament like we do today. But after the apostles passed and after the church was established and we had the New Testament, those offices came to an end. And now we have pastors and evangelists and teachers. But it's the same caution, be careful. Be careful. So Jesus is talking about those that come in the name of the Lord, but really are representing themselves. And this is what we can apply today. Those that from the outside talk the spiritual talk, right, it's easy, it's easy. But inside, it is opposite in nature to that of the citizens of God's kingdom. And now as we have gone through Matthew 5, 6, and 7, we know how demanding it is to be a citizen of God's kingdom. He's telling us to do something that is contrary to what I want to do all the time, every time, every day. So there are people that take a religious office to take advantage of others. And Jesus is telling us, beware of them. Maybe today you are even attracted to one of those teachers. Who are you watching on TV? Who do you listen to on the radio? And the Lord Jesus says, "Be where." Who are these people? Well, it's right there. These people come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. El Señor Jesús no está diciendo que Un profeta es aquel que representa a Dios en esta tierra. Tenía, antes había los sacerdotes y los sacerdotes representan al pueblo. Pero un profeta representa a Dios en el pueblo. Y el Señor está diciendo, ten cuidado de ellos. Porque hay algunos que parece que vienen a representarme, pero en realidad se están representando a ellos mismos nada más. Nada más. Entonces, ten cuidado. Hoy tenemos pastores, evangelistas, eh, maestros, maestros, Y es la misma, el mismo llamado, ten cuidado, ten cuidado de ellos. Porque algunos nada más hablan la palabra espiritual, pero por dentro su naturaleza es muy mala. Y los conocemos, los hemos visto. Tal vez tienes familiares que van a una iglesia así, y tú sabes, sabes que te están quitando el dinero nada más. Tal vez tú mismo estás atraído a alguno de ellos. Estás en un círculo así. Ten cuidado, porque ellos vienen a nosotros eh, como ovejas, but who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves? Just like the rest of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus calls to attention that the exterior is not the whole story. We tend to look at the exterior because it's easy; it's what I see. But Jesus is telling you, be careful, because they look like sheep, but they're not. What is inside is what really matters. These people are dressed as sheep, as part of the flock, as harmless people, as good people. But inside, they have only destruction. Your nature is going to show, eventually. And that's always true, huh? It is, it is, it, that, that to me is so interesting. It's, we put, it, we put up a show but what would happen if I was to stay at your house for a week? Or you would st- to stay at my house for a week? Our nature would be fully displayed to everyone. Your nature is going to show it is a fascinating part of human behavior. Let me tell you something. For example, one time we had a pastor in my house. I was, I don't know, 15 years old. And, and a pastor from up in the mountains in Mexico came. It, in the culture from Mexico City and the people from the mountains, is completely different, okay? It's, it's just different. Nothing, no, not one is better, it's just different. And we were eating, we were having a meal after church, and in, in this pastor, after he's done eating, all the crumbs that he had around him, he sort of grabbed, and as he was talking, he, he sort of grabbed and pushed to one side and then to the floor. And, I mean, you don't say anything, but... It was really weird. And, and he did that a few times, right? He, he was just cleaning the table, but he would just drop it to the floor. So one day, someone decided to ask, I'm not going to say whose name it was. It was one of my siblings. It wasn't me, okay? <laughs> someone asked him, hey, why do you do that? I said, oh, we do that because in my house, we don't have a floor. It's just a dirt floor. And the chickens sometimes just come into the house and they eat it but we don't have chickens and we don't have a dirt floor. Your nature, who you are, will display, will be displayed sometimes, right? There's times when I'm I'm here and I I, I really, oh boy, I'm, I'm so Mexican. It shows. It's in my nature. I'm different. It's in my nature. I cannot hide it and I don't want to hide it. It's in my nature. Your true nature will show eventually. And that's what the Lord Jesus is telling us. He said, you will know them by their fruits. Here is a few passages that explain this in more detail. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter 2. 2 Peter chapter 2. And while you go, I'm going to explain this in Spanish. Estas personas vienen, uh, y el Señor Jesús nos dice que es lo lo que está dentro, lo que de verdad es importante. Hay personas que, Se visten como ovejas, como parte del de, 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 de del rebaño del Señor, pero la verdad es que no lo son. Nada más quieren lastimar a personas. Nuestra naturaleza se va a demostrar eventualmente. Le estaba platicando, una vez un pastor vino a la casa de mis papás, yo estaba yo estaba chavito, 15 años, y vino y estaba comiendo y está, estaba, estaba sentado y al final de comer agarró todas las boronas y las tiró al piso. Y a mí me resultó muy raro ¿Por qué hizo eso? ¿Por qué hizo eso? Y lo hizo varias veces Después de varias comidas lo hizo Y le preguntamos Oye, ¿por qué haces eso? Y nos explicó ¿Sabes por qué? Porque en mi casa No tenemos piso de Nosotros tenemos azulejo. Y dice Nosotros tenemos piso de, de tierra Y a veces entran las gallinas Y se comen las moronas Por eso lo echamos todo De la mesa hacia el piso Pero como estaba en su naturaleza Lo hizo sin pensarlo Lo hizo sin pensarlo Su naturaleza Su, su costumbre salió Y no está mal No estoy diciendo que está mal Es diferente pero el punto es que tu naturaleza verdadera se va a demostrar eventualmente. ¿no? Tú me ves ahorita con una, con una cara muy bien, bien vestido, con una sonrisa muy grande, pero mi naturaleza verdadera, si pasáramos un tiempo juntos, te va a mostrar, se va a mostrar también. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1, 2 Peter 2, verse 1, but false prophets also arose among the people, Just as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction, and many will follow their sensuality. And because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. This is extremely sad. And their greed, they will exploit with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle and their destruction is not asleep. They bring incorrect theology. They tell you things that are wrong about our Lord Jesus Christ. They deny Jesus and they, they foment, they teach immorality. Maybe not with the words, but with their actions. Because of these people, the way of truth, who is The way of truth. Who is the way of truth? Jesus. Because of them, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ will be blasphemed. Their end is destruction. But the damage that they make, that they do, is so great. So beware. So beware. Verse number 12, there. But this... Like irrational animals, creatures of instinct born to be caught and destroyed, blaspheming about matters of which they are ignorant will also be destroyed in their destruction. Suffering wrong as a wage for their wrongdoing. They counted pleasure to reve- reveal in, in the daytime. their blots and blemishes revealing in their deceptions while they feast with you. And this, this verse, pay attention. They eye; they have eyes full of adultery, insati- insatiable for sin. They entice unsteady souls. They have hearts trained in greed, accursed children. Verse nineteen. They promise them freedom, but they themselves are slaves of corruption. For whatever overcomes a person, to that he is enslaved. They promise them freedom, but they themselves are slaves of corruption. Isn't that the teachings of today? What is the teaching of the church today? Oh, you're free to do whatever. Right? They only know sin. They are not true believers. They make promises that they cannot keep. They speak to the flesh. They preach the broad way, an easy way. James chapter three. Let's go to James chapter three, please. Estas personas, estos maestros falsos, traen teología incorrecta, niegan al Señor Jesucristo, se gozan en la inmoralidad, Y tú tal vez lo has escuchado Pastores, maestros Que hacen cosas terribles Perversas Muy malas Y por esa razón Muchos van a negar El nombre del Señor Jesucristo Pero su final es destrucción Pero aún así El, el daño que hacen Es irreparable muchas veces Así que tengan cuidado Tengan cuidado a quienes escuchan Tienen sus ojos llenos de adulterio No se sacian de pecado Les prometen libertad, pero ellos son esclavos de corrupción. Ten cuidado. Tengan cuidado a quien escuchan, que es lo que hacen. James chapter 3, verses 16 to 17. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. I always hear of the pastors of old. Strict, right? <laughs> the rule with an iron, f- no, it's right here. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exists, there will be disordered and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. That's not it. Let us not be confused, brothers and sisters. That's not it. It is a good idea to steer clear from leaders that bring a lot of trouble, issues. Everybody has an issue with them. Troublemakers. They are not pure, they're not gentle, they're not open to reason, they're not full of mercy, they don't have good fruits. They're not impartial, they're not sincere. Let us not be confused. Jude chapter eight, uh, Jude, Jude uh, verse eight, eight. Let's go to the book of Jude. Por donde hay celos, hay, hay desorden y prácticas viles pero la sabiduría de lo alto es primeramente pura pasiva, amable abierta al raciocinio llena de misericordia y buenos frutos imparcial y sincera así que debemos movernos de esos pastores o maestros o personas que parece que son muy duros que así se hace y así se hace porque no es así la Biblia dice que los maestros deben ser gentiles abiertos a discussion. Jude verse eight. Yet in the like manner, these people also relying on their dreams, right? They're relying on the dream. Defile the flesh, reject authority and blaspheme the glorious ones, heavenly beings, angels. False teachers, they love to rely on themselves. So if you have a, a, te- a pastor, a teacher, if myself one day, if whoever... You see that they're relying on themselves. They don't take advice from people from the outside. They don't want to listen. They think they only only themselves have the truth. They think that everybody else is a fool but them. They don't want to have any authority over them, no oversight, no accountability. They think that they know something that nobody else knows. Beware. Be careful. Call your deacons. And address that issue right away. Because their end is destruction and they will drag you alongside with them. So beware. Let's go back to Matthew. Matthew chapter 7, verses 16 to 20. And we're doing well. Estas personas, falsos maestros, hablan de su carne. Solamente eh, eh, ellos creen en ellos mismos nada más. No quieren tener autoridad sobre ellos. eh, Creen que ellos lo saben todo. Piensan que ellos saben algo que nadie más sabe. Ten cuidado con ellos. Ten cuidado con ellos. I love that the Lord Jesus Christ gave us a provision to be careful for these things. How much he loves us. Right? We have a king that cares for us. For sure. Matthew chapter 7, verses 16 to 20. Hmm. You will recognize them by their fruits. Our grapes gather from thorn bushes or figs from thistles. So every healthy three, tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus... You will recognize them by their fruits. Yesterday, I had the privilege to go to somebody's house uh, as I was doing this scavenger hunt and they showed me an apple tree. Beautiful, healthy apple tree, small, but it will yield lots of fruit, lots of apple pie. It's a good fruit, it's a good tree, it's a healthy tree that you want to care for but what, it, what good is an apple tree that doesn't give you any apples? It's good to be thrown into the fire. That's it. What is that? What kind of fruit are you producing? It speaks about false teachers, but it applies to you as well and to me. What kind of fruit are you producing? Not on Sunday, because your Sunday fruit, I can tell you, is fantastic. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. What fruit are you producing? What about your relationship with your wife, with your children, with your grandchildren? What fruit are you producing? Because you will know them by their fruits, right? As believers we have the ability to identify, identify false teachers. They are not believers and their nature will be exposed eventually. And I want to make a parenthesis here. This is the reason why. It's not me, okay? It's not me. The Lord Jesus Christ said, beware, okay? If a teacher... It started in the right path, and then it starts to deviate. According to this passage, what it is? What is it? It was a bad tree all along. It was a bad tree all along. So beware. Beware. Be careful. Beware. False doctrine, bad theology cannot sustain spiritual life. That's why their hearts is revealed. Here I would like to say, oh, you know what, everybody makes mistakes. But the reality is that if a teacher is abiding in sin, that teacher is a false teacher. There's no way around that. If there's no fruit, there's no life. That's it. Eternal death is the final outcome of the deceased tree. I didn't make this up. It's all right there. Now the question is, what kind of tree are you? Because verse 21 tells us that not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. This text, without a doubt, is one of the most chilling verses in all of Scripture. Why is it chilling? We all just sang the song, right? Praising the Lord. Didn't we all stand up and sang that song together? But not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Everyone here, all of us here claim to be followers of Jesus. But we would do well to stop and think and consider where I am at. Where are my fruits? Do you read your Bible? Do you pray? When you have a problem, who do you go to? Is your fruit good? Do you gossip? Do you hate? Why do you give? Why do you pray? Why do you fast? What do you do when you see a beautiful lady walking down the street? What is your fruit? Let us stop deceiving ourselves. I'd rather have someone telling me the truth because otherwise I cannot grow. Not everyone, remember the narrow path? It's actually a few, doesn't it says? The narrow path, few, the one, the one, it's a personal walk, it's, a, it's, it's singular, it's one. It doesn't matter who your dad or grandfather was, whether he was a deacon or a pastor or, or, or the pope, it doesn't matter. It's individual. The one who does, the one who acts out his faith, the one who truly has faith in the Lord, the one that obeys the will of the Father here on earth. And, and this this portion about faith has been supplemented through through our our prayer meetings. Faith is relying in Jesus Christ, and it's difficult. It's really difficult. When I have an issue, I, I, I want to talk first and foremost to my wife, and then maybe my parents or my siblings, or so the person that I think could make that phone call and help me out. But when do I think of going to the Lord first? Because if you don't, you don't trust Him. Your children. You know, they can tell you, Dad, I trust you so much. But if they go and they tell about all their problems to somebody else, do they really trust you? No. El Señor no está diciendo que no todos los que nos dicen, le dicen, Señor, Señor, entrarán al reino de los cielos pero el que hace la voluntad del Padre que está en los cielos. Así que debemos pensar con mucho cuidado. Muchos decimos, sí, creo en el Señor, creo en Dios, Dios es muy bueno, está allá arriba y yo creo en Él. Pero no nada más es creer, es tener fe en Él y tener fe en Él significa que confío en Él primero antes que todos. Cuando tenemos un problema, lo que quiero hacer es hablar a la persona que tal vez me puede prestar cinco mil pesos o la persona que me pueda ayudar, que me pueda echar la mano para encontrar un trabajo, para, para lo que sea. Pero debo confiar en el Señor Jesucristo primero, antes que todo. Si no, no confío en Él. Si tú tienes hijos, por ejemplo, si tus hijos te dicen, mamá, papá, yo confío en ti. Pero cuando tienen problemas en la escuela, con su novio, con su novia, si no van contigo... Y te dicen sus problemas ¿Confían en ti de verdad? No Entonces la pregunta es ¿Tú confías en el Señor? Porque no todos los que dicen Señor, Señor Van a entrar al reino de los cielos Sino los que confían en Él Los que hacen su voluntad A mí me gustaría darte Un mensaje diferente Pero eso es lo que dice la Biblia ¿Para qué te miento? No The one that truly has faith in the Lord. That's the one who will enter. The one that obeys the will of the Father here on earth. The the, the, the one that does what is right, no matter what. It doesn't matter what the current preachers think is the right thing. It doesn't matter what the latest Christian book says. It doesn't matter what the latest, uh, uh, it doesn't matter what other believers are doing or not doing. The one who does, the one who does the will of the Father. He is the one that will enter. Do you do the will of the Father? Verse 22 says, On that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. The Lord Jesus is giving this sermon and he hasn't spoken much about himself. But I think it's very important to note something here. He he never said much about his role as the Messiah. He was never trying to put himself first. But here is telling you, I will declare to them. He's saying one day, everybody here, whether you believe or not, you're going to be standing before me the judge. And I will declare, whether I know you or not. On that day, many will say, Lord, Lord. And I suppose that it's not going to be just a title of honor, but you're going to be trembling at the sight of the, li- at the lion of the tribe of Judah. The Lamb of God. The King of Kings our high priest, our king. We arrive to the section where the king tells his citizens alongside the rebels that on that day he will be judge of all. On that day, those that never truly believed will be sent to hell. What day? Which day? Let's go to Malachi chapter 4. Malachi 4. No todo el que me dice Señor, Señor, sino el que obedece al Padre. No importa lo que dicen otros pastores, no importa lo que dicen los libros cristianos, no importa lo que otras personas están haciendo, es el que obedece la voluntad del Padre. Ese es el que va a entrar al reino de los cielos. No te engañes no te engañes, no es porque estás aquí, es porque obedeces. En ese día, muchos más decían, Señor, Señor, no profetizamos en tu nombre y echábamos demonios en tu nombre y hacíamos muchos milagros en tu nombre. Y yo les voy a decir, nunca los conocí apártense partes en mí hacedores de maldad. El Señor Jesús nunca hablaba mucho de, de su ministerio como el Mesías. Pero aquí les dice, yo voy a estar un día ahí enfrente como juez Y les voy a decir si los conocí o no los conocí. ¿Qué día es? Malaquías capítulo 4. Malachi chapter 4. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and evildoers will be stubble. The day that is coming shall set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch, completely destroyed. But for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall, and you shall tread down the wicked. For they will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord of hosts. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the statues and rules that I commanded him at Oro for all Israel. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to, the ch- to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and strike the land with a decree of utter destruction. No matter how impressive the action that you're doing, your ministry, the outreach that you have, no matter how many years you have been at church, no matter how, no, no matter how many souls you have saved, matter, no, it doesn't matter how many lives you've touched how many miracles you've worked only one thing will matter and that is whether the Lord Jesus Christ knows you or not I am the good shepherd I know my own and my own know me there's no way around that so what can I do with this information all of this you're probably saying, Isaac, I came here and I was really encouraged. Now, not so much. Here comes the good news. No importa lo que hayas hecho, tu ministerio, cuántos años tienes en la iglesia, si, si has compartido el evangelio a otras personas, si has hecho milagros. No importa. Lo único que importa es si el Señor te conoce o no. Eso es lo que importa. Yo soy el buen pastor. Y yo conozco a mis ovejas Y mis ovejas me conocen No hay otra Podemos pretender Pero no nos va a llevar a ningún lado James chapter 1 James chapter 1 Verses 22 To 25 How is everybody doing? Okay, but be doers of the word. Uh, chapter one, verses 22 to 25. But be doers of the word and not hearers, only deceiving yourselves. So that's the key. If you go to 10 Bible studies, then you have a lot of work to do because you're hearing all the time. <laughs> For if anyone is hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his, human, at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. Wasted time without profit, deceiving ourselves. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Again, how many times have you been convicted by a sermon? Have you changed? How many times have you texted a pastor, sent a letter to an evangelist, thanked a missionary for a sermon they shared, but never changed? How many Bible studies have you attended? Is your life changing? Hebrews chapter six, and this this is the last verse we have debemos ser hacedores de la palabra y no solamente oidores lo que escuches hoy tienes que aplicar en tu vida si no, no podemos decir que creemos en Dios no podemos, no tenemos fe si escuchamos y no hacemos no tenemos fe, solamente nos estamos engañando no te va a hacer bien si nada más vienes a sentarte pero no quieres hacer nada no hay ningún propósito de estar aquí estamos perdiendo el tiempo lo que queremos es cambiar nuestras vidas desde adentro hacia afuera como humanos tenemos a maquillar lo de afuera pero lo de adentro no importa no es así Hebreos capítulo 6 versículo 7 a 8 for, uh, Hebrews chapter 6 verses 7 to 8 for land that has And you should read the whole chapter here, there on Hebrews. But let me just share these verses. For land that has strong the rain that often falls on it and produces a crop useful to those for whose sake it is cultivated receives a blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is worthless and near to being cursed, and its end is to be burned. Beware, be careful of false teachers, and of false citizens of the kingdom of God. Start with yourself. Look at yourself. I, 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 I'm always surprised by my nature. When I hear a good sermon, I don't think about myself. <laughs> I always think of somebody else. i like, oh, so-and-so would listen to this. No, it's me that I have to listen to this. But you must remember, beloved, the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you in the last time, there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. If these who have caused divisions, worldly people, they want their own, they promise freedom, they pray on others, they do a lot of things, but these people are devoid of the Spirit. But you, my beloved Grafton Baptist Church, you, building yourselves up, in your most holy faith, and praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. Now, just one second. Como creyentes, como creyentes, debemos perseverar en la doctrina del Señor ustedes deben edificarse unos a otros y, y ayudarnos a crecer en nuestra fe. Es difícil al inicio, es muy raro, es muy raro. ¿no? Nunca hablamos de Dios y es complicado, nos da pena, pero tenemos que hacerlo. Guárdense unos a otros en el amor de Dios, esperando la misericordia de nuestro Señor Jesús, la vida eterna, es lo que estamos esperando, vida eterna en Él. Si la Through the work of our Lord Jesus Christ, through his death and his resurrection, conquering death when he was here, all the sickness in the land of Israel was gone. And death was starting to lose its hold on people. Remember Lazarus? And then our Lord Jesus Christ, the first one, All of that work so that we can sit here and listen without changing? Nope. We're citizens of the kingdom of God, so I leave you with this. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present yourself blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Edify one another. Grow with one another. Read with one another. Share your burdens with one another. Stop. Stop gossip. Stop getting upset. Stop it. Follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Set your eyes on the prize, on the reward. He can change you. He has changed me a lot. I pray that you encounter the Lord Jesus Christ and place your faith on him. He will change you completely. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time. I thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, thank you for the book of Matthew and the instructions that you left for us. Lord, I pray as we are going on about our days that you, that you would give us a desire to speak about you, to abide in you, Lord, to hate sin the way you hate it, to see in my life the things that you want me to change, to build each other up, to see myself in the life, light of Scripture, and others in the light of your grace. I pray this in your name.